What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey, Stars fans, welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. I'm Ez. And I'm Lonnie. And friends, we are back with Season 2, Episode 5, Always Two There Are. I know, I stumbled upon that title, and I was like, wow. <laughs> Whoa, that is, uh, d- does, doesn't just count for the two Inquisitors, but uh-huh, definitely uh-huh. for the Master and the Padawan, right? Let's go, <laughs> Yes. Master, Apprentice, the whole thing. So, yeah, we are diving right back into our Rebels uh, rewatch episode. We watched two episodes. We'll cover one now, and then we'll break off here and cover the next one. Mm-hmm. But, um, so this was, let me read a quick summary to you guys, and then we'll just dive right into the discussion here. Uh, thanks to Rex. We had those episodes with Rex where we got him on board. He's good. Uh, Kanan and Rex kind of went through their little beef, right? <laughs> they figured things out. But So thanks to him, Ezra, Sabine, Zeb, and Chopper head out to an abandoned Republic medical station with the hopes of finding much-needed supplies when they encounter new enemies. However, the stakes become much higher so this is a situation where we go out for supplies seems like a routine mission there's some fighting going on between ezra kanan and Mm -hmm. rex as to how one should be training good job there soldier good job padawan Mm -hmm. uh just pulled in different directions what'd you think of that we start with that and then we'll get into some of this inquisitor business yeah it's a foreshadowing for for the next episode definitely yeah. Because uh, yeah. Which path do you which path are you going to take? I know. And Where do we go? I think it's pretty cool because we learned along the way that the Jedi are not perfect either and they had to work along soldiers in the right? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. The war The Jedi had to work alongside the clones in the clone wars. Yeah. And so they were their generals, they were the commanders, mm-hmm. but they weren't always perfect. And mm-hmm. what's great about the clone wars, just to just to step aside to that real quick, because you, you bring up an interesting point. They had to there's a lot of times where the Jedi weren't right or they had to be saved by commanders or, or captains or what have you, other clones. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty pretty cool. So but yeah, they're both learning, feeling each other out and trying to figure out, you know, what's what are some of the priorities in Ezra's training they they mm-hmm. each have different philosophies and background mm-hmm. and what does discipline mean and it's it's very interesting to to see the uh wisdom of of Rex who is an older seasoned guy mm-hmm. and understands discipline and the Jedi are famed for their discipline right right, right. but are they and he's talking about like this, his lack of discipline and, and oh, he gets it from his master, huh? And that, that goes back to, to Kanan's uh, feeling inferior. Yeah. I'm not yeah. so sure. Am I the one who, who should train this mm-hmm. boy? Am I worthy of that? Have I, have I yeah. Um, yeah, reached that level? And then actually the seventh sister, which is the inquisitor in this, she says that um, your master didn't even ra- uh, reach the rank of Jedi Knight. Yeah. So who is he to train someone like you? Mm-hmm. Almost sort of a come with me and together we can rule the galaxy <laughs> situation. Uh, so that was that was cool. That was that that was interesting. But yes, I like this dynamic between 
Rex in Kanan because it's way more friendlier. And now it's almost like a competitive sort of uh, thing. They're both invested in Ezra, like Ezra, yeah. and want him to grow stronger. Yeah. So. Now, is he part of the team permanently? Rex is on yeah. the team now. Yeah, he's okay. joined. He's joined the fight. He's there with them for for the time being, anyways, and he's going to be uh, like a member of the crew. I mean, he's not like a specter necessarily. I okay. don't think they give okay. him that designation. He's just sort of a part of the rebellion. Okay. And there again, you know, he's sort of on the on the fringe of this group, and he's more closer to Ahsoka. C- kind of like Ahsoka is not necessarily a part of their group. Oh, so okay. Ahsoka is a part of something larger. Yeah. Uh, and it's all still kind of coming together. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, because today uh, you can't really escape rebels because today I walked into my classroom. Oh, yeah. And the teacher I was subbing for had a lot of Star Wars posters and one of them was the rebels crew. Yeah. And Rex was not on there. So. No, 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 no. Um, mm-hmm. And so so the crew is what we start off with. They are, that is their group. Mm-hmm. They They are a group that will stick around they get sort of merged with other groups and they come across you know for example pirates smugglers uh other rebels um intelligence people senators and so on so they're this we followed that that group that is the core group we follow all the way through okay which is great because they're a family (laughs) and let me just tell you that (laughs) every time i think ahead i really want to put our foot down on this and just and just really get into more of these episodes because yeah because i just feel like it as as we watch we watched two today which was great i kind of like that that rhythm of watching Mm -hmm. maybe two quick episodes just to keep the momentum going yeah and and for you to feel what the story you know how it feels right so uh yeah just great but okay we need medical supplies and rex has all these old codes all these old stations information etc so we're going to go there uh and ezra is not supposed to go on the mission but he decides Besides, I'm out. I'm just not feeling it. He's mm-hmm. he's stretched too thin. Uh, it's he's he's growing from a kid. These actually actually these two episodes, the ones that we're going to cover today, and then mm-hmm. we'll we'll drop the other one tomorrow for you guys. But uh, they really it is about Ezra figuring out what he wants to do yeah. and, and and wrestling with like, okay, this is who I used to be, yeah. uh, how I used to look out for myself, and now I'm like I'm part of something bigger and something more. And now that I'm in it, it's not just about lightsaber training. It's there's a lot to do, a lot to do, a lot of responsibilities. If you're on a team, you're you're not only um, there for yourself anymore. You know, right. you're taking care of everybody else too. Yeah, you got to step up. Now, what, what do you think about uh, Zeb so far? Because this was a Zeb kind of episode, actually. Mm-hmm. Like the Inquisitors are there and we get the fifth brother who you had seen earlier. Have you seen that girl Inquisitor though? I, yeah, I was wondering where she came from. Right. Why was she there? Because we only see the other Inquisitor, you know, talking to... Talking to, uh, the, yeah, Admiral Constantine. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that he's going to go for, that he can feel this is the group we're looking for. I'm uh-huh. going alone. Where did she come from? Yeah, where did she come from? I was confused. Right? So she could, you ask a great question during the episode too. Are they Sith is what yeah. you asked Yes. Me. And, you know, just to answer that, and then we'll get back to Zeb here. They are force sensitives. A lot of them were Jedi who were turned, mm-hmm. um, who were turned to the dark side, who were captured by emperor palpatine tortured turned to the dark side or they were force sensitives out there uh that weren't a part of the order or were too young or what have you and he has acquired them and then Mm -hmm. over 10 15 years Mm -hmm. uh, has turned them into this unit so they come from a lot of different backgrounds but but a lot of them were former jedi now yeah it totally makes sense because even if they have 
you know, killed every Jedi on this planet. There's still mm-hmm. new babies being born that could have the Force sensitivity. Sensitivity. Yeah. And somebody could train them. Well, they might think, okay, if there's no Jedi left, who's going to train them? But they still want all of those newborn babies that will have that power mm-hmm. for themselves, right? So that's what they yeah. probably did. They they constantly have to look out for people who are yeah. force sensitive. Well, yeah, absolutely. So there's this, uh, the Inquisitors are out there looking for those force sensitive individuals, mm-hmm. the Jedi trying to wipe them out, Order 66. And there's an interesting project called Project Harvester, where Emperor Palpatine was trying to collect the uh, force sensitives, younglings, mm-hmm. little children, and, and he's trying to get them. Now, in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which was five years prior to this, mm-hmm. they had started something called The Path. Right, so the path okay. was aware where um, Obi Wan when he's in there, he starts to feel the wall and he sees that there are these younglings. Remember mm-hmm. Haja, mm-hmm. the the pretend Jedi. He has yeah. like uh, he. There's a family <laughs> saying, "Can you, you know, Master, oh, yeah, Master right. Jedi? Can you help us out?" And that young boy <laughs> that's sitting there is Force sensitive. Wow. So I think I think he's a connection to Legends, Corrin Horn. I think mm-hmm. he's a uh, he, later in the old Legends books. Anyways, he was a pretty big deal. He was a big time Jedi. With Luke Skywalker. That's cool. Yeah. It's pretty, it, I mean, it's pretty awesome to, to, to think they might go that route and bring Force sensitives that were Luke's age or uh, older, younger, what have you, who uh, went undetected during that time that Luke was a hero and then come out on the other yeah. end and, and, and become something more. So, yeah. yeah uh, very, very interesting. But anyways, they are they're not necessarily... So the title Sith, it's interesting... Always two there are is the mm-hmm. title here. So we see two Inquisitors. There are more. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, we learn in comics and stuff like that that there are many more. Not many more, but there's a, there's a group of them, a good batch. And we saw in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, right, when you went into the Inquisitor headquarters. Um, uh, I always forget if it's Reva or Reva. Uh, Reva mm-hmm. uh, was an Inquisitor. So Obi-Wan it was fighting her. He fought the Grand Inquisitor. So we know there's, there's, there's more of these guys. Right. right. Uh, but the Sith... Are to be a Dark Lord of the Sith, you have to. That's another level. You okay. are the head of that order. And years ago, the Sith decided to hide their numbers. Um, if this is true, or if this is still canon, I'm. I mean, I like to call it. It's my head canon. It's been canon for so long. Yoda says at one point, when asked about the Sith, he said, "Always two. There are always two. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> so always two. He says that in Episode One. And so when. Qui-Gon Jinn says, I believe that he's that he's encountered a Sith. And they all look around the council like, nah, the Sith would they, they could not have returned without us knowing. The arrogance of the council yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah. And it actually took Qui-Gon's death for them to mm-hmm. to realize. And you saw what was happening in um Tales of the Jedi. Dooku was already during that time working with Palpatine. Yeah. Yaddle is killed because yeah. of that. So the Sith were full on back. And, yeah. and it, so it took, uh, it, yeah, it took Qui-Gon's death for them to see that. But Yoda says something interesting. He says, always two there are, a master and an apprentice. Yeah. And that's sort of what they did in lore and in, in Star Wars literature is they went back to the time of Darth Bane. And they said that Darth Bane realized that the Sith were their own problem. They were fighting the Jedi, and thousands upon thousands, you know, tens of thousands of Sith, and now also Jedi fighting one another. There were there were Jedi and Sith wars. Yeah. Okay. They, he decided that they were better when there were fewer. Yeah. And if you could just get it down to one master, one apprentice, one Dark Lord 
of the Sith, one to rule, and then one to take his place after. Yes, mm-hmm. clearly you're going to have other dark side acolytes. Mm-hmm. We have a Star Wars acolyte series coming up. Clearly you're going to have other factions uh, who think that they, or who are force sensitive or that might uh, use the dark side. For example, a Jedi Knight could tap into the dark side and fall to the dark side. Yeah. Uh, you had a couple Jedi during the Clone Wars who were Jedi, who used the light side of the force, and they fell to the dark side you, you know like that, that that doesn't make them sith necessarily okay. it means that they are just using dark side powers and they had oh, fallen okay. they had fallen yeah so i mean sort of i mean you can go down that route of like so count dooku had an apprentice asage ventress mm-hmm. he was training her because count dooku's thinking i'm gonna take over yeah. palpatine i got him i'm gonna off him once i off him then my apprentice will be underneath me you know mm-hmm. what i mean so they mm-hmm. each as you go down you're sort of like each of them are working on their new appra- darth vader says it to luke in episode five he says join me mm-hmm. and together we can rule the galaxy yeah. right we can defeat the emperor so it's just like yeah anyways it's, it's interesting to think about how they tried to reduce their numbers so they could hide yeah. and they could work from the shadows yeah. better they were they, they were in that way they weren't fighting so much among themselves mm-hmm. that title mm-hmm. yeah so it's <laughs> inter- it, yeah, it's interesting it's a connection to the title of this episode which is always two yeah. there are and we're it's talking about the inquisitors and as you said master and apprentice and then also the idea that there were always two um sith so yeah it's cool but yeah so this one we have the seventh sister showing up and then the uh fifth brother who we saw before yeah uh let's see yeah the the fifth brother was an inquisitor of an unknown humanoid gray skin species uh he was tasked by darth vader to track down the rebels and capture any surviving jedi knights of order 66 so that was his task um, I can't read much more about him because that would be spoiler. So okay. <laughs> that is that is him. We'll learn more about him as we go. And the seventh sister, again, same thing, tasked to kind of hunt them down. Clearly, they're looking for Ahsoka Tano. They want to know information about her yeah. as well. She has come up on their radar and they're, they're, they're tracking her. Mm-hmm. A- any of these Jedi who have um, connections to the o- the old order uh, would be powerful. I mean, right. they're 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 definitely people they want to track down and kill. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, as they go along, this is a Zeb episode, as yeah. I was saying. So Zeb sort of is the hero here yeah and just rolls with it and i think it's good because everybody has sort of back and forth one time it's ezra next time chopper wins it wins the day for yeah. us or Hera wins the day and it's good because it's a bunch of bouncing around and zeb right. needed a moment where he definitely yeah where he really uh did him a solid there and and fig- it seems like such a simple plan and i kind of like it they just honestly they just attach themselves up on the ceiling and yeah. surprise attack drop down on them yeah right so just catch them off guard and then ezra is able to use the force get his lightsaber back and but how right how quick witted of him to contact Ezra mm. and saying he is you know some some other commander away like that is not who's not on the station because they think for some reason oh yeah right the other inquisitor was like yeah kill him not not directly kill him but yeah. take care of him to his droid yes and he thought Zeb's dead. Thought he's dead. That is also yeah. arrogance. <laughs> yes, it is, and that's this. They're the dark side. It's full, full of arrogance, mm-hmm. and so they're very arrogant, thinking that way. You know what's interesting is Zeb said uh, he was Commander Malurun. Mal- <laughs> yeah, uh, which is a throwback to the first episode yeah. where they're he's going out to get that fruit, and it's Hera's favorite favorite fruit. So Great. that pops up from time to time in Star Wars, which I think is Malurun. is really cool. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, yeah, it's just an interesting thing because you know Ezra is faced with a really dangerous situation, holds his own pretty well. Uh, he still has the blaster lightsaber mm-hmm. going on, which is, I think it's cool. What do you think about the uh, his, his lightsaber Yeah, it's blaster, awesome. Right? It's perfect because 
He always has his weapon with him, but he doesn't necessarily have to reveal everywhere he goes that he's mm. a Jedi. Mm-hmm. He can just use it as a blaster. And then if it's really necessary, he can just, you know, ignite the the sword. Yeah, the, yeah. It, yeah, it keeps them hidden because they don't want to be igniting that lightsaber yeah. everywhere they're at because that's a clear giveaway. Oh that my they're... gosh, did I just call a lightsaber a sword? Hey, a laser sword. They, co- <laughs> they oh, watch yourself. <laughs> no, they, they do. Yeah, the laser sword. Yeah, okay. um, it's funny. But uh, this was also neat because you had um, like like Sabine, they're on their own, right? It's Ezra and Sabine. Oh, here's what I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. What do you think of Ezra and Sabine? They're cute together. They're cute, yeah. Yeah. Is that all you think? They're not overdoing it. Yeah. I think it's cute, yeah. They're just... uh, Some people think I just make this up and that there's nothing between them at all, but... No, I mean, as clearly they showed Ezra has some kind of yeah. romantic interest in uh, Sabine. And she doesn't seem I to because he's younger and she's sort of like a... Eh. Yeah, I think they're still a little bit young. They're only like a year or two apart, I think. I think. But in general, they're, I think as they grow, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're saying, oh, people think you might you, you make this up, that tells me, okay, there's nothing going to happen in this oh, series. That tells you that? Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise you would what? definitely not say that. <laughs> What? Are you kidding me? Nothing happening. I think she's two. two years older. Yeah. Okay. So she's two years older. Clan Ren. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like just seeing them out together and I like some yeah. of the comedy. Just they're, they're, it's a very comedic episode where Ezra and Zebra still competing and she's sort of like, wow, okay, sure. Grow, yeah. You know, grow. He's still growing up. He's still maturing. That's why I, wait, I can't wait for season three. Yeah. For you to see the change. See, I, what I, oh. love, <laughs> what I like about Rebels is, it's one of those shows where whenever they get in trouble and it's even they're even facing potential death, yeah. it's still comedic and it's more like we know they're gonna survive. To me, that's really reassuring. I know. Yeah. Okay, all is good. They're they're still making jokes. Yeah. Zeb is still trying to get the medical supplies because they seem not they don't seem to be in a high danger. Why are you shaking your head and smiling? Oh, and- because. They, I, they have so well drawn you in. It is so great. It's so great because that's exactly what they want you to feel oh. right now. And it's just, I just hold your horses. Oh god! Wait for the music to change. I'm getting chills <laughs> just thinking about things that are coming. Whoo! Well, never I have I seen. Never <laughs> have I seen an animated series that had this much. Uh, weight to it and that it had this much <laughs> stake I guess so, so, sort of um, where the stakes were high in mm-hmm. in terms of the rebellion and the setup for all like for Star Wars and for yeah. the future of it and now it's like playing into the Mandalorian and uh-huh. Ahsoka and all those stories it's like yep. it's kind of wild and this is you're going to see why as we progress on see I was wondering I asked you during the show um it does sabine because she's a mandalorian right yeah. so does she know the other mandalorians like boba fett or mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. mando yeah more i don't want to say too much about that now it will come up later you're going to okay. learn more about sabine each of them actually you're going to learn more about their past a little bit oh, so, so cool. you will do yeah. that yeah we'll explore wondering. their mm-hmm. past a little bit and then you can imagine I'm not going to spoil it when or where that's going to happen. But then as you do that, you learn about their past. Then we drive on a little bit more. Their past may come back and, you know, okay. have to deal with it. And then mm-hmm. so on. It's such a great just up. And yeah. Just, it's like yeah. it's so much like Avatar Last Airbender. Yeah. Because they all had their episodes where they explore their past and their mm-hmm. their path 
you know their path their, yes which path do they choose to go forward yeah yeah and you learn more about what they're doing currently why mm-hmm. they why they do the things that they do why is sabine you know doing all their graffiti stuff why oh is yeah she, that was yeah why, yep. why why her 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 creativity sort of comes yeah. out you learn more about that and, and where she came from so yes she does know now you ask about boba fett i actually am not sure and anyone listening out there if there's any crossover like references to where because i'd have to go back and watch the end of clone wars and mm-hmm. where Boba was uh, yeah. during that time, but yeah, just just in terms of does she know, uh, does she know him specifically? Mm. Yeah, not so sure about that one. But, but anyway, you, yeah, you mentioned her creativity, and I love when you take a closer look at their ship in the background. You can always find little things like the stickers, the um, stormtrooper stickers, uh, right at the beginning when they're talking. You know um, when. Rex and Kanan are playing the game. Ezra is a little bit annoyed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there is the stickers in the background. And oh, later yeah. we also see some posters that look like they're from a concert or some kind of like, you know, like, I don't know, um, punk rock Yeah, like, concert, like uh, very galactic colorful. band. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. awesome because that's, that's world building. And yes. We don't want just a, you know, empty ship where they just stand and talk but they live there that's their home they got posters hanging up and everything yeah and it does that i think when you're done with all of rebels and you look back oh boy it's the time where they're they're on the ghost and they're just cruising around this is their this is their monday through friday yeah you know like they're going on a quick run a supply run they're going to to get medical supply then they're going to go get um some power converters and and they're just doing these simple small things and they gotta make a run get on the black market a little bit do something for the rebellion do something for themselves uh come across some pirates and it's just their life but they live there and they're a family they're playing games they're eating they're going to you know training sometimes it's just like sometimes they're just sitting around outside of the ship just laying there looking up at the sky while ezra and kanan are over just running through you know the forms just going through some Mm -hmm. stuff and you're like okay that i don't it has such a chill vibe there it goes from that, that real good family feel and just easy going, very yeah. anime style. You're like, all right, this is awesome. To like l- extreme levels of hype. <laughs> extreme levels of hype. And it's just like we've seen nothing of that yet in season one. You're like, all right, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Season two, you're like, okay, we're, we're, we're getting into it. And I promise yeah. you, those days are coming. So it's just like, anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, I've said enough on, the, on, on that, but yeah, I, I like the feel. I like that, that it's home. I like that it's world building, as you say, and it just makes you feel really cool. They go to a lot of different planets. They come across a lot of different people, and you get an idea of what it's like to be in some of these different rebel cells mm-hmm. and, and who, who are the members of the rebellion. Who are these people? Yeah, uh, I've already kind of spoiled for you, and sorry, guys, I did this, but I, I told her about you know Saul Guerrero because like, I didn't say what's going to happen, but I said, you, you'll see him in Rebels. Okay. As well, I think I said, yeah. uh, like on an Andor episode accidentally, so... Uh, because Saul came up, and I was like, "Oh, sweet, we're gonna see him in Rebels later." And you know, you're like, yeah. "Oh, well, you know, it's good." But um, if it's in the timeline, I mean, you know, if it's because yeah. Andor's going on right now at the same time, while well, Andor's doing all that that stuff, either prior, right to prior of of Rebels or or during, mm-hmm. while the Ghost is out doing its thing and the Phoenix Squad is Very out doing cool. their stuff, yeah. yeah. So that'll be neat. When you when they finally escaped, you told me this is the same thing that um, Lord Vader easily did. He tried to oh, hold back the ship. Oh, uh, the ship! Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 his, yeah. With the with the me, force, with the yeah. force, 
mm-hmm. saw that in Kenobi. In, in Kenobi. So when the ship's taking off, he lifts a hand and boom, he stops the ship, right? Decoy ship, though. They were on yeah. the other ship and they made him exhaust his force power on holding that ship and mm-hmm. bringing it back down. Now, in a Star Wars video game, Starkiller, who, remember I told you about Star, like Starkiller was Darth Vader's apprentice. And in mm-hmm. Andor, they had that, that helmet that we, everyone kept talking about. They're like, that's Starkiller's helmet. He was another oh. one who had the power to reach up and like stop a ship in midair. Wow. Um, so Vader could do it. Starkiller could do it. Ahsoka tried it, was very close, but was under fire. She was holding mm-hmm. Darth Maul's ship at one point and trying to keep him from leaving. So, and that's not in, that's, that's prior to this. That's at the end of the Clone Wars. Yeah. They had Darth Maul in their possession. And the Clone War, Order 66 happens, and then she's trying to stop him, but she's getting fired up by clone troopers. And what do you do? Wow. Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> Everything with Ahsoka is super intense, and it's just like whoa. Um, okay, so and then what are the, yeah, and then these two they try to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear the seven sisters say, "I can't hold him by myself," right? And then, which yeah. is again, you know, there's two of them, but they still can't do it together. Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. they're not in tune, in sync. No, they're both out for their team. No, right? They're both for out for themselves. Own benefit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of saw that in the Kenobi series a little bit as well, where they were trying to compete for the Grand Inquisitor spot or something. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, Reva at one point, like, uh, she guts uh, the Grand Inquisitor. Mm -hmm. And then he has two stomachs. And everyone's like, we're good. We're good. It's got two (laughs) stomachs. Uh, so, So crazy. Star Wars does that kind of stuff. I love it. I love it. You can fall from a great height and you're like, good. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. Yeah, they get back and they're they're explaining all that, and everyone's like, "Wow, that's crazy!" And Kanan has a moment. We'll finish with this. Kanan has a moment where they're like, "Kanan, why didn't you tell us that there are more?" And he doesn't have an answer. And he sits down, and he mm-hmm. once the kids leave the room, he says to the adults, "We don't know what we're up against. We have no idea how many of them there are, how many of them are coming. They're looking for me. They're looking for Ezra, and we got to be." ready we've got to be ready you know what i'm saying he needs to train ezra ezra needs to accelerate his training because they are hunting him and they will take him Mm. out yeah which is well i'll tell you next episode but okay you got why i didn't really understand his reaction last or or in the next episode when oh okay okay so we can save that for the Mm -hmm. next Mm -hmm. yeah we're about we'll we'll dive we'll dive right into it We'll, we'll we'll get over there um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for this episode. Very quick, straightforward, good little, I mean, it's, it's, I forget, you know, I'm so used to the seventh sister just being a part of Rebels that mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, she's there. She shows up, but no, she's new to you, yeah. you know, instantly. Like didn't see her, saw the other guy. Where'd this girl come from? Yeah. So I th- yeah, it's, it's neat for me to kind of remember what that was like going through and saying, who is yeah. this and Wait, how so many of more. them are, are there? Yeah. We get more of her and, and her backstory. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You get more of again the, just the crew, but you you'll get a little bit of the uh, of these other guys yeah. and you know what they're about and what they're after and what's going on and why Ezra and Lothal are so important. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, friends. Hey, that is it for this this episode. We're gonna cut this off. We're gonna we're gonna jump right back into the next episode and get after it. We like to get these out quick, hot, right after reviewing raw thoughts. Again, send us your comments. We'll look into those. Any comments we get, if it's Rebels-related, they're popping on this episode. We'll start with those. We'll read some of those comments, and it could just be stuff that might help 
Lottie, things that that provide more context, dates, times, whatever it might be, your reactions, your thoughts, things you're looking forward to. Uh, yeah, so send those our way at Star Wars Hangout 77 at gmail.com. And friends, with that, thank you for listening. And as always, may the force be with you. Hey friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us that review. Check out our extra episodes on Patreon and Apple Premium. This is the way. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.